Hey, Whiskey Tube. Welcome to another edition of the DBS Tasting Room. Today, we're going to be exploring the Macallan 18. This distillery uh, hails from the Speyside region of Scotland, which right now is probably one of my uh, one of my top locations uh, out of Scotland. They, they're producing some of the some of my most favorite flavor profiles. Um, Macallan specifically is one of the largest exporters of single malts from that region uh, as, as well. Um, they were founded in 1824, so they've been around for quite some time. A long time. Yeah, I mean, well a established. Lot, a lot of these distilleries out <laughs> that one. Well, yeah. <laughs> when they sit back there, they've been here for hundreds of years, so yeah. no wonder they make a good product. We hope they do. Uh, <laughs> yeah, be making a bad product for a few hundred years. <laughs> right. Well, McAllen's a well-known name. Yeah. So. Uh, so this distillery um, hails from the Speyside region of Scotland, which right now, it's, uh, it, that's the, one of my favorite locations out of Scotland. They're producing some of my, um, you know, my classic flavor profiles, stuff that I, I really look for. Um, and McAllen is, is also in that category. Um, they were founded in 1824. So they've been around for, for quite some time. Yeah, yeah. two in your years. You know, and like most distilleries in Scotland, um, single malts now are becoming a lot more popular. So they're exporting quite a bit. I think they're doing a one, I think they're at that one million case mark right now, a year. That's out of control. Which is crazy. <laughs> Um, now they, and they put a brand new facility out as well just last year in 2020, a whole new visitor center. Um, so, you know, hopefully when we go next year that we can go visit and, oh, yeah. and say, the whole hey, group's going to go take a look. Yeah, it's going to be fun. amazing. Yeah, I'm excited about that. Um, so we'll see. Um, but uh, they're definitely one of the top exporters right now and not just single malts, but a lot of these distilleries in Scotland blends were the blends were the only thing that they were, they were shipping out. In fact, it's still the blends are still the most um, exported type of whiskey yeah. out of Scotland. That was right? tax purposes. And yeah, tax that. reasons, and yeah. it's just cheaper to do it that way. Um, so, and they can, you know, have a lot extra extra whiskey sitting around. It's easier for them to say, ah, oh, we can make a blend of some stuff that's been sitting here for however long we've been doing it for. Yeah. And people, people's pro, pro, uh, taste profiles have changed, I think, drastically, dramatically in the last, you know, twenty years. Probably. There's been a big shift, I'd say, in kind of how blending single malts. Um, I think you're right. Actually, proof too. I noticed proof. Kind of we s I agree. We see that a lot now. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, you see that with bourbon, too. So. All right, guys. A little bit about this bottle. It's uh, obviously 18-year matured. It is 43%. Uh, this is actually aged independently in three different barrels, which is uh, three different types of barrels in European, ex-bourbon, and sherry cask, which is actually pretty interesting because they do them separately and then combine them at the end. Uh, yeah. I think, that, I think it's kind of cool. Uh, we see this quite frequently with, with whiskey, actually, especially in a single malt when you want to do a sherry cast finish. So mm -hmm. sometimes they'll finish it only, or sometimes in this circumstance, they're going to age it independently. Okay. So it does change the flavor profile, I think, of, of the whiskey. And we've noticed that. At least I, I know I've noticed that You know, when, when yeah. we look at double casts and things like that. I wonder what the difference is doing them separately and combi <clears throat> combining them at the end versus doing one, then the other, and then the other. I wonder how that would actually impact it. Well, I think, so I think you have to be really careful, right? Because when you talk about age maturation in the whiskey, they really don't want to take it out of the barrel. Yeah. So that's the, I think that becomes problematic. So if you're going to say, well, we did six years in this and six years in this, is it really a 12-year whiskey or you know what I mean? It technically it, be finished. Yeah, finished in the difference. And so, uh, so it does, it's worded differently that yeah. way too. So when you do it this way, I think you can let it sit in three different bottles or barrels and then you marry them together yeah. at the end. So you have some really like genius master blenders <laughs> who know, you know, this is how we have to do it and it, oh, and yeah. it comes out. They're definitely, nice. you know, if they've been doing it for this long, they're not putting out bad whiskey and lasting this long. No. <laughs> All right, I'm ready. Let's jump into the pour. I like it. Let's do it. All right, I'm going to jump into it, Donnie. Let's see where we're going to be at today. Should we go a little uh, little heavy today? Definitely go heavy on four. 
<laughs> we'll see how heavy that is. I don't know. Sometimes I can't always tell. Uh oh. I won't spill this for all right. No worries. All right. There we go. Let's do it. Let's do it, man. Let's, I'm going to jump into this thing. So uh, should we cheers? I think so. Cheers for yeah. the nose and the... Yeah, we got we to gotta stay consistent with that kind of thing. So. Yep. Oh, you know what? Also, let's grab our fancy oh, yeah. fancy little Glencairn Glen coaster. Glencairn coasters. I like it. That's what we're going to call it. Save the wood. Save the wood. Hashtag save the wood. Or we're just going to... We'll move on from there. <laughs> we'll, leave, we'll leave that one alone. We're like hashtag too many damn things on Instagram. Yeah. All right, let's jump. Ooh. Okay, so right off the bat. <clears throat> this has got a really, really inviting nose. This is like kind of what I was looking for is just that sherry sweetness. Yeah. It's not over the top like that Delmore 12 is. It's just a nice, approachable. It is very, I agree. Sweetness. It's not a bomb, right? So nope. it's not the sherry bomb, that that classic sherry bomb you'd get. Mm-hmm. Some of the uh, yeah. past whiskeys we've tried, like the Everlauer and, uh, you know, what, I mean, uh, many of the other whiskeys that we have here. Yeah. Uh, this is this is very light on the sherry, but it's it's there. And it's and it's kind of mellowing the the yeah. nose. So for me, I tend to I tend to note that Macallan can be a little smoky or a little woody, though they don't peat generally yeah. their whiskey. It it just kind of is a. Are you hint. getting it on the nose? I'm not getting no it no. And that's kind of where I was going. Oh, is okay. it's light. It's it's really light with that. Yeah. Um, there's a little bit of wood. It's an 18 year. I would assume yeah. that I'm going to pull some wood out of this uh, the nose. I'm getting a, just a little plummy, but I'm I'm not getting any of the. Wood, oh, uh, wood notes yet. Yeah, there's no ethanol either. This is really light. No. It's only 43%, so you shouldn't get a lot of it on there. But it's got a, it's got a really good nose. I, 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 you know, I think I ranked this a lot lower than I would rank it now on the nose. Yeah. I think it was the expectation was higher. Um, with the Macallan in particular, I noticed with them, they're just such great brand, you know, brand placement. Yeah. Just, a, just a big distillery, especially on an 18-year. Anything like this, uh, I have really high expectations for. Yeah, this is this is you said it, Donnie. This is one of those whiskeys that um, the distillery itself and just the the actual expression that we're trying here is a very very commonly known brand name. I mean, you say Macallan, yeah, people yeah. know what you're talking about. Yeah, uh, you know, you get that too from like a Glen Levitt. Uh, there's not that many. There's not that many big names out there. No. There are, but there's not that many big names in the non whiskey world that you'd go, oh, I've heard of that whiskey before. I've had, mm-hmm. you know, I've had that. The this bourbon. This was the first name that I remember. Uh, that you remember that uh, show uh, Suits on USA? Yeah, was, yeah, yeah. They were just about some like uh, you know high-powered lawyers in, in New York, and every time they were trying to do like an intimidation or you know just a, a client that they were welcoming in, they'd always bring out the McAllen. <laughs> and I'm thinking, oh wow, so McAllen is like that's got to be the good stuff. And not even yeah. knowing whiskey at all a while back, this is definitely one that I wanted to get for that reason, for that brand placement alone. So. You know, bravo to the marketing team on the challenge. <laughs> well, I was going to say that, right? Marketing plays a huge factor in yeah. this, and it plays a huge factor in how they sell whiskey anyways. And this is any product, not yep. just whiskey, but uh, they do a good job. I mean, their bottle's gorgeous. I mean, it, it really is. I don't know if you can see with the lighting here, but I mean, if you give it an angle, I mean, it's it's gorgeous. It's got a slight indentation here on the top, and it kind of just widens out in an oval rather than a rounded. Yeah. So if I, you kind of just see it, it's a little bit thinner. It uh, is a little here. thinner. Uh, it's almost not even it's not even circular. It's almost more like a like a cone. Uh, I don't know how else to to, yeah. to word how that looks, but uh, it, they they do a great job. And that not all their not all the bottles look the same here. So Macallan does you know their their range is pretty yeah. pretty straightforward though. You can see we have some sitting on the on the shelf back here. Um, but this one is a, is a pretty unique looking bottle. Yeah. Um, and so this was a this was a part of our tasting event. I think in January of this year. Yeah. 
we did an angel share. That's right. Right. Yeah. So this was this was the bottle that we that we got as a, a as our DBS reserve bottle. So um, you know one of the main rules that we do is we don't touch the whiskey. Uh, that we have in the DBS reserve, unless at least a majority of the members right. are present. Just to be fair, because we do have some some pricey whiskey in there and some stuff that's a little harder to find. Um, we got permission to to try this one today yeah, for, for you guys. A vote so, approval, yeah. So cheers to, to that, the, right? The DBS team there. <laughs> um, but this was the only one that we actually purchased as a group for our angel share. The rest of us brought bottles. And by the way, do you remember how much whiskey we had that day? Like sitting on the. There was a lot of whiskey. Lot. Yeah. I think we only finished one bottle of the Angel Share bottles that we should have finished. My Angel Share was like three quarters full. Yeah. I think that was everyone, though. It was <laughs> the same thing. thing. Was, you know, it's it, one of those things where I was like, all right, well, <laughs> I didn't have any empty bottles at the time. I was still only a few months in, so we, I didn't have anything near empty. We had to change that rule. We're like, no, Angel Share is legitimate Angel Share. Yeah. The bottle has to be less than a quarter full, and it needs to seriously be an Angel Share. It has to be. Because I, I had so many extra bottles, and I'm like, oh my God, I'll never finish yeah. this. Thing. And it made sense for our group, too, because we were still building up our stock just as an overall group. So I agree. It, you know, gave it us was, a chance for people to bring in what they already had. And uh, like I said, we still get a good bottle it was early on yeah you know so i think you know kind of getting back into the whiskey here because obviously that's what we're here to do but uh yeah. i i yeah <laughs> again i'm gonna go back to it. i really like the nose i'm gonna jump into it let's let's go yeah cheers, cheers. let's see where we're at mm. so i have something interesting here i think i get way more ethanol on the palate than I do. Not that it's overpowering, but it is there. It's there, it's light. Yeah. I I like the finish on this thing too. I'm not gonna I don't think we should jump to it. Yeah. One of the Yeah, when it comes to this particular this taste, this one out of recently, where the sherry nose goes into the palate a little bit, where we've been all the stuff we've been trying lately it kind of bounces around a little bit. So even though I do get an ethanol punch on this, it's not a punch. It's just, it's there. It's, yeah, it's just, just there. it's a love tap. Yeah. Um, it's light. I but guess. at least the sherry is carrying over because I love when the, the, the flavors, the, the smells or whatever kind of go all the way through. And I know we're not jumping to the finish, but it's still a little bit on the finish too. Yeah. So that carries all the way through. I think you're right. Uh, you know, we say that like, uh, we don't want to use the, the word marry too much because I, I feel like we use it often when we talk about things yeah. like, you, you know, marry your cast together or marry your flavors together. But um, when you can get a, when you have a, a product that you release like this, that you know is going to be, you know, in your staple line, yeah. right? It, they're always making this 18. If you, if the reason it's popular and the reason I think it still stays popular like that is when your nose matches your palate, which matches your finish. So there's continuity between all three. That's a good word. Continuity. It's a, it's a big thing. And it, it, so I don't, doesn't mean, doesn't mean that they all have to stay bland or like, you know, flatlined. No. There can be ups and downs. There can be peaks and valleys in the, in that profile. But as long as I can pick the same context in each of the three major categories when we when we score whiskey, yeah. it, you, you, you kind of well, hit the, yeah, you hit if, the ball. If, yeah. As long as it's kind of going along the path and if it's introducing characteristics or some of them falling off and going on the finish, that's exactly what I'm looking for. Because at least this one comes aboard. Like I didn't get too much nuttiness on the nose, but I get a little bit of that almond-like on the palate. Uh, so I get like nutmeg, a little yep. bit of nutmeg on it. So kind of spicy, but not over, you know, not, it's that, because nutmeg's like a baking spice, so... Yeah. 
without yeah. it being spicy. And then and those things for me, I've been getting more figgy. Like uh, I don't know why it's been coming out. Yeah. Banana and figs typically have been coming out more to me when I'm tasting. But you know, I'm, I'm trying to get a little bit better at kind of my evaluations. And I'm not getting banana on this one, but this one no. I get a little bit figgy. That was my uh, question. Do you see banana on this? No, one? because I don't no. get it at all. And that's no, no. so banana is you know your Glen Levitt from from you know your Space Ed region too. That's like their, one of their biggest um, draws is that 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 banana flavor uh, where you get from uh, that American oak too. You know, you pull it from that. But this is American oak, European oak, and sherry, yeah. um, uh, sherry, European, American oak, and then ex-bourbon, right? Yeah. So I, you're getting a lot here. There's a lot. There's a lot going on. This is a good, this is a pretty good pour. Yeah. I, lie. I, I think I, I think I might have scored this lower than I than I would score it now, yeah. back then. And we're talking six months ago, so, you know, our, our profiles have changed. And they, they do, I think this happens commonly with people. You'll go up and down, just like I said, peaks and valleys with, yeah. with what you like and what you don't like. This is this is definitely in in my uh, in my like range. It's it's I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I'm digging. These I'm enjoying coasters. it. I'm a little sidetrack. I'm just like these on the coasters. coasters. These things, right? I kind of like it. It's little, like little mini spaceships. I don't think I've ever used them though. No. <laughs> First time I pulled them out. We'll try. So let me ask you. On this one, I do get a little bit of the of the dried fruits from the sherry. Mm -hmm. uh, it's not a sherry bomb though, so it's not overpowering. Uh, you know, and they do. Uh, McAllen, I believe, does color their their whiskey. So you know you've got you have a nice amber color on this. It's not as dark as I would as you have seen some other um, you know even younger matured whiskeys, because it's also not finished completely in a sherry cast or it's not matured completely in the sherry cast. You have some you have some mix there too. Mm -hmm. uh, so the, that dark the, that dark flavor sometimes can come through. This one is it's very mild though. It's 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 nice and it's nice and amber. Yep, I am getting when I revisit on the palate a moment ago a little bit of that. Um smoky sensation not the peated but just a little bit of that smoke it's like a it's like a struck match yeah. type not that's, the sulfurous type but nope. just a it's it's right when you strike it too it's not the after effect no. you know like you're like what what you know wafting your match around it's it's just like uh it is it's like the uh, like when a fire first catches yep it's that smell it's like that vibe mccallan is is known for that in most of their whiskeys yeah. this does not disappoint in that in that um that range it sits there yeah. It's light though. I actually think it's. I think you're getting less of that in this 18 than you do on maybe even like the 12, the double, or even the 12 sherry, okay. or the 12 triple. You know, um, but I have to go back and revisit it because yeah. I don't know. Like I feel like this is. I feel like we don't have Macallan. Well, this that is often. the first time I've had Macallan since our tasting in January, so it's really interesting to well, that kind of go it. back because. I think mine, we were trying to review the scores uh, prior to recording the episode, and I think it was just flat across the board. But in all honesty, everything that I have rate-wise probably two months ago <laughs> and prior, I don't really think. It means nothing anymore. Uh, yeah. I think just what I've been exposed to and what I've tried recently is um, I'm getting much better uh, in understanding and finding these things. So I think I just wrote it three across the board. I'm like, eh, yeah, it's it's not bad. It's definitely not a three across the board, not anymore. No, 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 no. <laughs> and uh, I was pretty close. Yeah, but but a three's not bad. I'm, uh, so well, don't don't um, knock us on that. It's only out of five. So well, three, <laughs> can't really go three that far. standard, like five really has to blow me away. And four is just like, I'm definitely going to buy this or I really like that part. Um, one of the things we kind of discussed was he, uh, Sean had a more on the dry side for the yep. finish and I had the sweet side. Going back right now, of course, Sean's right. I mean, it's, it's definitely right. more dry. It's, it's, it's right. got that the, the puckery tannic notes on the finish. Very great way to put it. It's so, exactly what you're getting in the finish. Yeah, it's almost it's almost overpowering the finish. A little is, bit. is that it helps it linger, but it does. Yeah, yeah overpower. So it. so, I think a lot of the times you get that when you have these older whiskeys. Eighteen years in the wood, it's going to pull out a lot. We yeah. did the top, the Tomatin uh, eighteen last time. 
and it was a, a, another piece we got the oiliness their fin- the finish there was a little bit lighter than this one this is this is a medium finish so it's not extremely long mm-hmm. but it does sit with you and i think it sits with you in the right way yeah the sherry is still coming through in the finish uh, you're also getting i get i get a little citrus too very light uh not overpowering mm-hmm. and, and it's almost it's i mean it's almost you almost have to like dig for it yeah. and i hate to do that but it's just was was sitting in my head when yeah. i went back kind of going now i get on the nose actually a little bit more of the dried fruits dried fruits and some of the vanilla but one of the things with McCallum that um i was reading before is they're kind of known for that creamy consistency yeah I'm not really getting that oily creamy on this one. Maybe it's due to the lower proof, but in my head prior to the tasting today, because I was like, it's been a while since yeah. January, I was like, I thought this was more on the creamier. Yeah, it. Uh, I agree. More mouth coating. It, uh, it, it's not bad. It's not it, bad. It, no. To me, it would be a three yeah. as far if I had to balance that. It's just not. It's as not creamy a, as I thought. Sure, it it's not. It's not what you maybe thought it was originally, and I think maybe so. When you get the sweetness back then, when you tried it. What most likely was happening for you was that you were getting the dried fruit on the palate anyways. So mm-hmm. the to distinguish the difference in the finish was a little bit more difficult to do yeah. when you're not as uh, when you're not your senses aren't as honed. You know, right. not that we're perfect, but I mean we've been doing it a little bit a lot longer now, mm-hmm. so you can pick out those things a, a lot more. I think. Oh, 100%. overall. So this is this is a good whiskey though. I don't know if it's the alcohol, got a little sweat going. Maybe it's the light. You know, we're trying to increase the sound quality, the mics, no. the, and I got this light right in my face. <laughs> so listen, I'm breaking the sweat here, but you know, we're doing this for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we're in the pro. Our bar, our bar is being built. Okay, we have our, we have a building here that's on on the property that's being built for our bar. Eventually, we will be moving to that location, and we will be doing all our recording in there. Uh, and it'll be nice and fancy and pretty, and yeah. it'll be. We gorgeous. wanted to have some fun with this. Now we wanted to get some experience. I, we we're, yeah. we're, we're I mean we are whiskey fanatics. We're whiskey enthusiasts. Uh, we want to do this for the long haul. So even though we're technically kind of more on the rookie side as far as a lot of the people in this industry have been around. Uh, we want to do this for a long time, so we want to just get going. We didn't want to wait. Um, hopefully, when the what are we calling it? Uh, well, it's it's a Conics is what it was. It's yeah. like a you know re, a trailer. Yeah. But uh, we're just gonna. I think we're calling it the DBS. Bob. We got to come up with a name for it. I mean, we're you know we need some ideas. Yeah, we, yeah. we have a container that. I mean, this is gonna be dedicated to our tasting rooms. This is gonna be for recording. We'll have you know a wall of whiskey. I mean, this yeah, is yeah. We got a lot be, going on. Hopefully, we will get the you know the lighting, the cameras, everything is just gonna be dialed in so we can kind of give you guys the best product. But we need some ideas. And I've been um, chronicling the journey too, so I have pictures of the all the way from the very beginning yeah. we'll have it to the end. So we'll have some cool stuff for you guys. Yeah, I saw the picture you guys finished framing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. framing and I ran electrical, so we got a lot going on. But you know, it's it's that's gonna be exciting. A lot, a lot more to come. So I mean, yeah. we got a lot of bottles to review and hopefully just you know like I said we're going to get better day by day so this, no, I, this is great I agree I think um, you know to kind of round off the, the this specific pour is I'm really I am really enjoying the the uh, it's continuity right again through it throughout mm-hmm. and it's and it's I keep coming back to that because I do feel like it's not missing on those points I get it all the way through uh, and the finish is however dry I like a sweeter finish this is not off-putting this is inviting enough to where you want to go and have another drink. Yeah, this you know, one is more of a, a true representative of an 18 year to me compared to like the Tomatin. While the Tomatin was, you know, it's a it's a good bottle. This one's just going to add a couple layers. Um, yeah, like I said, it's not one of those overly complex ones either, but uh, it does feel like it's a little bit more um, representative of what an 18 year. I agree, be. and it's a little bit more unique. You know, uh, and, and it's the, the whole packaging piece too. You got to look at it. Look at it, the bottle from from the top to bottom. Yep. Right, uh, McCown does a good job. We we said this, 
I do think that this is a great representation of the McAllen line itself. If you want to talk about their core product that they release, their core expressions, the 18 is up there. You know, they have their 12, they have their they have their 15 and their 18, and, and you can go higher 25 if you want to start getting into like the, the you know the upper echelon of that price range. Yeah, you've got money to spend there. <laughs> but McAllen has a lot. They've got a lot to offer. We have a ton. Uh, we have a ton of other expressions that we would love to throw out here and do do yeah. samples for. Uh, you know, and I'll, I'll and I'll throw out this even though we're talking about the 18 is. Their edition, their edition numbers, which started back in 2016, 2017, they released them. Um, yeah. I, I haven't had the number one, the number two. I've had the three, four. No, I've had the three, the five, and the six. Yeah. But the six is incredible. Yeah. So, and this is McCallum's uh, attempt or their their play with with their whiskey, right? They like to they like to market. So they want to. We're gonna we're gonna throw something out there that's a little bit different. That's kind of outside the realm. But when you want to talk about you know McAllen itself and its core product, the the 18 is a great bottle to go with. Well, I mean exactly. They're looking for things that pop. I mean you can just see over my shoulder here. If you look at all these boxes back here, what's what color is popping at you? It's that blue. That's that edition six. I mean without even trying baby. to do that. I know right away. Jumping at you like <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's like oh what's this? And you just pull it off the shelf. It's like right, I'm gonna take this home and see what it's about. Especially it's a McAllen name. Oh yeah, I completely agree. So do me a favor, Donnie. Want to ask this? Uh, is it a buy? Would you buy it again? We For always me, ask. Not typically being a McAllen person yet, I say this is a buy. I really want to revisit this one and the 15 because our rating showed the last time we had the 15. I actually rated it a little bit higher. Yeah. Or not buy. At least my perception at the time yeah. was a little bit higher. So I'd love to kind of revisit that part plus if the 15 is a little bit cheaper and it's a wash across the board i'm going to go with the cheaper end i'm i agree and i'm going to throw this inexpensive, out not inexpensive not cheaper inexpensive because yeah. uh, this is uh this is sitting in that almost 300 price range i think is kind of where you know say the average price uh, so it is it is a little bit more than you would normally spend if you're not a if you're not into whiskey uh, like we are uh and not that it means much it's just that's the that's the nature of it it's the nature of the beast it's how much it costs so I would buy it again. I I'm, I like McAllen. I, I love distilleries from the Speyside region of Scotland. And we had said at the beginning of the podcast when we go, it's there are so many distilleries in like a 10, 15 mile radius yeah. that it's crazy. So, I mean, you can, I, I think we're going to do a week. It's probably not going to be enough time. No. I'm not going to lie. But uh, this is going to be on our on our list to, to visit. I'm empty. Yeah, we got to do the sign off and uh, we. <laughs> Didn't save enough to, to do the sign-off, so we're going to have to just do a little bit of a report. Thanks, I'll put it up here first, for you. sir. You know what? Um, I I, it's funny because like I was thinking about this. Um, yeah, we can do that. It's pretty good. Yeah. When we uh, when we did our angel share with this 18, I, I, I hate to say it, but I feel like I was a little too inebriated to actually give a, a you know an, an accurate representation of my my scoring because I really enjoyed this pour today. Not yeah. a lie. There was, what, 10, 15 bottles on the table? So Yeah. So yeah. I'm 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 thinking we were wrong. Yeah, <laughs> originally. Yeah. So I'm glad we revisited. Yeah, this so. is enough for a cheers, though. I would say so. I like it. All right. All right, everyone. Let's uh, grab your glass. Cheers to you. Cheers to you. And from the Dram Bell Society, may you enjoy your dram one grain at a time.